We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, yes, you do. You come back for it each and every day. We appreciate it. Great to have you aboard on a beautiful day in the nation's capital. Once you get to the nation's capital... Once you park your car, and at the end of the day, you realize how much you're paying to park your car. But as soon as you turn on Russell and Medhurst, there's an immediate smile on your face because you're in the right place. Magic Matt is in the other side taking your calls. Say hello to him when you call in this morning. Russell sitting across from me. That's his unfortunate assignment this morning as we talk to you until noon right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Russell wearing his Kent State Golden Flashes hoodie today. As you know, Guerrero is, of course, the connoisseur of hoodies. Yes. Somebody asked me the other day, because I do all these videos and everything, and they're like, you wear a different hoodie every day? And I'm like, pretty yeah. much. I Pretty much. I, I have, don't remember. Well, I, no, th- there's been times where I've seen you in like, uh, what do you call it? One of those... Um, you know, they're collared shirts, but they're not like a button-down collared shirt. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what do they call them? I, I forget what the term. Quarter uh, zip? Uh, not, a, not Not necessarily. Well, you've worn some quarter zips, but like... Um, Long sleeve T-shirts? No, 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 no. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll show. I'll have to think of the word. It's, it's like right on the tip of my tongue. But you've worn some shirts, like from Nate. What you do 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 do. What you do is pretty much every day. In some way, shape, or form, there is Navy paraphernalia on your back, on your... It's uh, great observation. On shoes. Your it's, uh, usually, I'm wearing a pair of shoes from Navy every day, mm-hmm. hoodie from Navy just about every day. Right. Though, I, I look, I mean, I have I love hoodies, so I get them from a lot of different schools right. that I like, um, you know, even local high schools. You know, I throw my Southern one on from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity hoodie wearer at this time of the year. Well, so. you should be. I mean, it's it's great weather. Uh, it's it's like 40, depending on where you live, it's like 45-ish degrees, couple of degrees mm-hmm. one way or the other, either way at around 7 o'clock when you, you know, walk out your door, uh, you know, whether it's to drive here like I do, whether it's to walk your dog and, and take care of uh, Kelly and get her to the bus stop and whatever, and then to drive here, uh, you know, depending, like, it was weird. Like this morning on my way in, I heard down in Fredericksburg, it was like 40 degrees. And at the same time in like Friendship Heights or, you know, uh, right in the D.C. area, it was already registering at like 51 degrees. Right. So the difference between, you know, an hour basically of di- of distance or 55 or ish miles somewhere roughly in that range was like 11 or 12 degrees. Right. So wherever you are and wherever you're commuting from and whatever you're doing, either way, you walk out the door. 
and it doesn't last long enough, but it's like, it's nirvana. It's the only good thing about waking up early in the morning is that fresh air, that chill, that crisp, that fall, wonderful, like, because spring sometimes provides that, Pete, but it doesn't provide it enough. It's so up and down and all over the place and erratic that you're never quite sure what to expect in the spring. Sometimes you get snow, sometimes ice, a lot of rain, a lot of damp, a lot of blech. Fall seems like it's not always, but a lot of the time where you get that sun uh, or partly sunny sky and yeah, 50-ish degrees in the morning, again, somewhere roughly in that range, and maybe like mid-60s during the day. Yesterday was like 75 degrees when I was driving home. I had to take the hoodie off. That a boy. It was hot. It was hot in Spe- the sun. Speaking of hot, it was slightly warm under Ron Rivera after uh, comments about Carson Wentz. And you'll remember yesterday we talked about it And we talked about probably what he should say or what he should have said. Well, guess what? Much respect to the big fellow. Stepped back a little bit, kind of reevaluated, and had a conversation with his team. And you know what? Here's the one thing I will say about Ron Rivera. I think he he hears the noise. Oh, yes. I think he observes the noise. And I respect him for... Sensing what the noise was and saying, you know what? Maybe I need to take a step back for a minute, reevaluate, talk to my club. We're all frustrated. We want to be better than one in four. I mean, I don't doubt there's a guy in the building that is happy to come into the building today. Hey, everybody, we're one in four. All right. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Jason Wright, how you doing over there? We're one in four. Yeah. I, I, I doubt very much that's. That's happening right now. I doubt very much that uh, anybody over there is. Um, you all right? Yeah. Oh, man, you're still struggling with this well, thing, huh? I stayed inside last night, too. I didn't even announce outside right. just so I could keep it, you know, at right. bay. I'm doing fine. It's, you know, there's less and less, uh, you know, stuff every Dunk. time I cough. Yeah. It's just that little tickle you can't uh, get rid of. It's but so, it's so hard. It's so much hard respect to, to Ron. Right. For backing up a little bit mm-hmm. and taking that deep breath and saying to his club, hey, I know we're all dying, we're all frustrated, and I had a bad day. Yeah. Uh, it, he- takes a, it takes a, look, and it, as I said yesterday, it takes a bold man, takes a proud man to step up and say, hey, had a bad day, let's go to Chicago and kick their ass. Right. You So, so you were... On this, like early on yesterday, when we first got together and started the show 24 hours ago, you're like, look, you know, Ron basically needs to apologize. Ron, you know, needs to have a mea culpa, right? So he used words like mea culpa and I'm sorry and I apologize, caused a little bit of a distraction. The only thing that rubbed me a little bit wrong uh, yesterday about Ron is when he basically, you know, said he's apologizing for something that was misconstrued. Right. So why don't we hear it before we go any further from Ron? Because, you know, again, we 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 want you to be able to hear it in case you haven't. Maybe some of you have seen the clips, whatever. It's not that big of a deal, but it just it gives you the right temperature. And then we can further react to that. Why don't we uh, fire that up, Mr. Me and me? 
the stuff you said yesterday made a bit of a stir, and you had Alex Smith and other people out there saying stuff. What did you make of their reaction, and do you understand why they reacted the way they did? I do, but, you know, at the end of the day, I, I spoke to my team this morning. You know, we, we, I basically told them that I said some things that were misconstrued. I didn't present it properly, and that's on me. So I took accountability, told the guys that, uh, you know, I should know better, and uh, shit, I had a bad day. So I figured, you know, feeling better today, let's move forward. So to me, as far as I'm concerned, it's really now about the most important thing, and that's getting ready for football. Uh, Did you he- worry that you had caused maybe an unnecessary distraction in a week where it was short Very week. much so, and that's why, you know, I apologize to the guys. And, uh, you know, it's been good. Uh, the players have been really positive about it. And, uh, you know, Carson and I had a nice conversation, so I think we're, uh, we're ready to roll. You said you were just player. All right, good job, Matty, uh, getting that up there. Uh, and that was the right tone. Right, so you, you heard a couple of things here. I, you know, I apologize. I had a bad – he said, beep, I had a bad day. And they even put that in the transcript. They spelled it out like they didn't, you know, cover it up or eliminate it, whatever. Um, So he's telling you, listen, I made a mistake. Now, again, the one thing that kind of rubbed some people the wrong way that I've talked to and heard from and certainly that mm, I don't want to say irked me, but made me go, hmm, was the whole misconstrued thing. And I knew he would use that. And I knew they were trying to do damage control behind the scenes. Trust me, I knew that they were trying to do damage control behind the scenes on Monday afternoon and Monday evening. Did the word misconstrued as Ron's explanation, as part of Ron's apology, irk you, bother you, or you're like, no big deal? No, because I I think in the grand scheme of things, we all knew what Ron was trying to say. Right. He just said he it He just, wrong. for the, one of the few times here, he was very poor at getting that point across Mm -hmm. the way that he really wanted to and the way it came out just so abrupt and immediately quarterback. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, but then the hokey explanation as well and not a Virginia tech hokey. I'm just saying, let's face it. What's worse. Trying to explain your way out of something that you said. That's true. You know, sometimes that sounds even worse. That's true. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. I, I think in the grand scheme of things, as I said, Ron, in the global, was trying to say, hey, the reason why it's been a slow start for us in these two and a half years now is our ineffectiveness or consistency at quarterback. And and I think that's ultimately what he meant. So, you know, again, he took accountability. That's what I that's all I said. Just take accountability, right. be the dude, take accountability. All right, let me, and let, he let did me, that. Let me jump in right there. Because he absolutely did that again. Because if he doesn't, just, Chris, if he doesn't, there are some people I guarantee you that would start to look at him in the locker room, even if they aren't right. already. No, absolutely. saying, "Man, is well, this really our guy?" That's where I want to go with this moving forward. But but just let let me add to this for one second. Despite the misconstrued thing, right, which is not a big deal, but it it was certainly interesting because again he's basically saying, "No, no, no, guys." Yeah, I screwed up. I had a bad day. Whatever. I said the wrong thing. It came out the wrong way. But you all took it wrong. You all took it not the way I meant it. It's more like, hey, let's share the blame. Here's one 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 thing that I wonder about and I worry about for Ron's sake. And again, that can take us into this part of the conversation now that this semi-drama is over. 
He took accountability just as you asked him to do. You said the first step of leadership. You said what Ken Niamatololo has done for 15 years is when they play bad football at the Naval Academy, we've got to coach better. We've got to be better. We've got to prepare our guys better. I think most coaches do that, right? Ron, again, took mostly the accountability that he needed to take yesterday. Do you feel, after two and a quarter years, that Ron, when he speaks, takes accountability for this team's struggles or failures the way he should, the way you identified the way a good leader should? Or, or let me give you the other option, do you think he makes up excuses or reasons as to why they're struggling constantly? Before I answer, you answer. I think if, it's it's funny you present it that way. He presents things like everything is a work in progress. Yeah. So or that there's an, a reason for like, why they're struggling. We're which it's there is. Like, it's like hey, we're we're still in route to right. here. Right. We're not there yet. We're just taking the the long route. We're, we're taking well, the circuitous we're, route. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 still in route. So. In a sense, do you do you accept that as not wanting to take accountability? Or do you sense that that is, hey, I've got a five-year deal. My job is to make sure that at the end of this five years, we are where we're supposed to be, where I promised I would deliver us, and that's as a playoff contender consistently – in the NFC, we're still in route. We're not a finished product. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't judge us yet. We're not the finished Ron Rivera product yet. We're still in that process right, of right. trying to figure it out. So, is that a sense of not taking accountability for being one in four in the now? Sure, sure. It's a way to it's a way to hold off those people outside the gate that are still. That, that want to buy tickets, right. they want to be there. They're going to be there if you make the playoffs, mm-hmm. okay? But they're also the same people that are sitting outside the gate going, you stink at one and four. We're not buying your tickets. We're not coming inside to buy your flea market items right now. We want the good stuff. And they're the manager saying, well, you know, we've got supply chain delays. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're still efforting to get you your product. We're still going to effort to get that table made for you. But we're still a work in progress right now. We just need you to be patient with these supply chain delays. We've been a little shorthanded with employees because we got people that don't want to work anymore. So just give us some time. We'll still get you that finished product, that really nice table and chairs that you're looking for. But, but are I those need people to make outside sure. the gate or are they already in the gate? Meaning there's nobody in the gate, Chris. You're at the games. Well, you see it. I, I mean, no. There's, there, there's no. I, I mean, there are. There, there are. There's not a handful. Enough. Right. There's a handful I, of I mean, folks inside. Like I, you know, I hung out with. Uh, I mean, you know, we we always hear from tail. Well, we don't always hear from tailgate Ted, but tailgate Ted, we always mention him, right? Because he's one. But I, I hung out with, um, uh, you know, Pez and and Christy, uh, and, and you know, uh, they, they're super fans. Uh, they have a wonderful tailgate charity, all that. Uh, you know, took some pictures with them. They're wonderful, wonderful people. Die. They they were part, you know, part of forever. The Joint group seats. That, how many people, Chris? I know, I know, I know. Joint I, seats. How many people? I'm sixty saying, plus. I'm saying like. Like, of course, the object is to get people from the outside in, of course. But is it also to keep the people that are 
on the inside, the diehards, the 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 the, the, Chris, the, the those most passionate people, supporters, are, are Chris, they in danger Chris, of stepping outside? Those people have proven to you that whether the coffee is a dollar ninety eight or fifty eight cents, they're coming to buy your coffee all the time because that's what they do. They've always bought your coffee. They know nothing better. You could open up Chris's coffee shop down the road. But there used it could to be, be a greatest, lot of people that bought that coffee it could and be the they've great, left. It could be the greatest tasting coffee on planet Earth. But because I've always gone to get my coffee in Landover for 20 plus years, I'm always going to go get my coffee there. Okay? That's what they do. Those people like, like Susie and Ted, all those people. They're not the hog farmers. They're not going away. They're not going away because they like they like being there. It's such a huge part of their life. Sundays, those eight or nine Sundays now during the course of the football season. I know, but you hear if, you hear the resentment and the frustration in Ted's voice. And I, but I would he just, still goes. He does. He, he does. Still but, goes. But how he much, doesn't want. But does how much show. longer? How much longer is the question? Will he go forever? Will he go when he's 55? Chris, if he hasn't walked away yet, he ain't walking away until he physically can't do I mean, it anymore. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't, you know, like I had some conversations, again, with some good people, some diehard. Christy and Pez are the, the are part of the group for, from the old Extreme Skins days that used to, again, I don't know if they still do it because I don't travel with the team anymore, wait for the team when we were to ride back at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. Right, exactly. They would do that in the freezing cold, in the pouring rain, what have you. And, yes, you're right. They're still there. The question – Maybe they're hoping Jason Wright will come outside with a hoodie for him or something like that. I hear the frustration in their voice. I don't want to get into private conversations that I have. Of course not. I don't have a commander's hoodie, but I'm just saying, like, like there is – so I think Ron – I think Ron, while he's speaking to the people outside the pearly gates, if you will, I think he's also, when he says, patience, not built overnight, you got to give us time, we're changing, you know, just like to have our guys healthy. When he, when he paints the rosy picture, what he's also trying to do, in addition to keeping people already on the outside, maybe slowly trickling in, or not from grabbing their pitchforks, he's also trying to keep the people that are in the gates from wavering, if you will, and leaving. Because this team doesn't have enough people that are in the gates, to your point, right? And maybe it's a matter of semantics. Maybe what the head coach says doesn't ultimately matter, and certainly it doesn't compared to wins and losses. And maybe you know those people matters, will Chris? always be there. You know why know. it matters? He's the face of the franchise. Uh, He's the guy that talks the most. Okay? So if your head coach is not selling you, you know, on a great experience, hey, our team is right there. We're we're playing some great football. How do you sell this product, though? You you hit hit the nail right on the head. How do you get those people? I mean, he can't say that, right? Not right now he can't. Right. So the only thing he He basically told you indirectly that – Again, the quarterback is. We have the, the same issue problem. that we've yeah. had the first two well, years. That okay? So, so that that that's but one of the. The areas. question ultimately is again: Can you change the narrative with this quarterback? This is only going to be his fifth game or sixth game in right. your system, right? You know, in all fairness, right? You know, can can he get better within this system? Can he, Scott Turner, Ken Zampezi? find some common ground on things that they can do better 
to try I, and eliminate the stuff that's I tripping them up can, right now? Right? I mean, we, we like, look, we don't do perfect shows every day. We don't do perfect shows every segment. I jump in. I, I, I stammer around, whatever. But, I mean, we try and build on... Okay, what we do well, what our strengths are, what have you. We try and have fun. We try and, you know, have some serious, passionate sports debates. We try and take a lot of calls. We try and do different things, right, um, to improve ourselves. And the more we work together, the more chemistry, the more rhythm, the more time, the more experience, being back in studio, so on and so forth, I think the better the show has gotten, right? So to your point, yes, you can do all of that. And no verdict should be made after five games. The problem is, is that you do have kind of a week-by-week, throw-by-throw, quarter-by-quarter, game-by-game referendum on a quarterback that already arrived with a lot of baggage. And now a coaching staff that optimism, faith, and belief in has completely evaporated. So you've got, you know, while you have the realistic timeline of five games isn't enough, you've got a fan base that is way, 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 way out on this coaching staff and the Ron Rivera era, and then you have a fan base that's still somewhat splintered and maybe teeter-tottering on Carson Wentz. Some like it, some don't like it, some see the big plays, some see other stuff and what have you, but, mm, you know, like, like, like there's no... There's no universal faith in one direction or the other about Wentz and or this staff and this regime that it is heading in the right direction. There is no universal belief. There is no there is no big belief that this is heading in the right direction. What did Bill Parcells famously say? You are what your record says you are. Okay, you're one and four right now. Sure. You're one and four going to Chicago in a game you you I mean, look, gotta I, win. I you gotta win. Got to win. Jonathan Allen said it best this week. Yeah, I mean they they got to win. All right. So so, so they're uh, listen. We're gonna we're again. I guess I'll ask the question this way: um, Is Ron's apology good enough? Number one and number two. And this is something that we want to get into more. At touchdown at ten because we have Steve Wino coming up with the opening of the cap season, but he also covers the Commanders, so we can ask him what impact potentially will this have on the Commanders Thursday night and moving forward. What are the scenarios and problems that you can see? We'll start to tackle that next. We'll get into more of it with your calls and everything after Wino for touchdown at 10. But we And we'll ask Wino that, obviously, as well. And again, he's got a new book out and the start of the Cap season tonight uh, against the Boston Bruins Big and a week. double dip. So. Big week for the Caps Absolutely. to start things out. Boston tonight, Toronto tomorrow, and then Montreal in town on Saturday. We'll talk about it with Steve Wino coming up in 15 minutes right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ron stood up yesterday in front of his team and said, hey, my bad, gentlemen. Took accountability. That's the one thing we've asked him to take. And he did that a day after leaving the impression he was throwing his quarterback under the bus. Now, Ron brought the quarterback in, and and I think here's what made it, Chris, here's what made it worse is because Ron has begged us from the moment they signed him. To say, hey, this is our guy. We need you to support our guy. Right. We love this guy. We love Big Red. Big Red, statuesque-looking dude when he comes off the bus. Looks like a big strapping quarterback when he comes in the room. Kisses his daughters and his wife before he gets out on the field every day. He's our guy. Love it. Love the guy Carson Wentz is. Okay? I love the human being that Carson Wentz is. He exudes all the right traits. Okay? I don't think we got to worry about you know Carson getting picked up at 1 in the morning uh, for drinking too much while driving. I don't think we ever have to worry about that. Okay? But what we have to worry about is, and this is what, again, this past week, Chris, for all the good we saw from Carson Wentz, those bombs to Diami Brown, the 359 yards passing. What's the one thing we remember, Chris? The last pass of the yep. game. Okay? We remember the last pass of the game. That's unavoidable, man. It's unavoidable. I mean, the, 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 the turnovers, and granted, for those of you that are comparing numbers from last year to this year, look, Scott Turner has got him throwing the ball 632 times more than he did last year. Okay? I mean, he is pitching this sucker around. And as a result, he's one shot tomorrow night. If he throws one interception. He'll have tied his total from last year. In 17 games, and this would be in less than six. Right. So... But you've got to take it for what it is. Right. He's throwing the ball 100 times more per game Absolutely. than he did last year Absolutely. because there's no Jonathan Taylor Correct. to stick it in the belly of. Correct. 
All right. Now maybe Brian Robinson becomes that guy. Maybe B Rob looks a little better. You know, I, I want to see him line. cross the fifteen carry threshold yeah. before mm-hmm. I start going. Oh my gosh, the running well, game is back, and it's going to be like it was during the four game winning. Let's streak. get him to three yards a carry. Yeah, uh, perhaps. Okay, let, let's, uh, it'll be easier to run the ball against the Bears than it was against the Titans. Let's Titans hope. are really good run defense. Let's hope. Um, is Ron Rivera's apology as it is? Whether you know, again, a, a lot of people, some people are picking apart the misconstrued part. I know it hit me with the wrong note. I can just speak for me, but I also know it also bothered some other people. But I, like, mostly I'm fine with Ron. Like, beep, I had a bad day. Uh, look, I, I, I made a little bit of kerfuffle, whatever. I took accountability. I talked to the team, da-da-da-da-da. I think Ron's a fine stand-up man. I think Ron's a politician, in a lot of his answers, I think Ron mixes his but message. But aren't most professional Absolutely. sports coaches? Absolutely, there is no doubt. Uh, it's not a. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just the reality of the situation. I'm fine with Ron. Again, the the misconstrued part irks me a little bit, but I'm good. However, are you guys good, Commanders fans? Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty, or you can tweet Pete uh, at Pete Medhurst. At Pete Medhurst or me at WrestleMania six two one. Are you good with Ron Rivera's apology? And then Pete, here's the one thing I want to briefly discuss, and then we'll get to Wino. We'll ask him this uh, as well. Cover the Caps opening night, NHL, his book, all that, and then we'll get more into it with the calls at three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty during touchdown at ten. Which is, does this have any impact potentially moving forward? All depends on how many guys in the locker room see through him for something that, you know, they think he's BSing or if they buy into it, then you're still okay for another week. Mm-hmm. But dude, if it, if it gets one in five, they're going to, there's going to be a lot of cranky people everywhere. If they lose Thursday night, like you're basically saying, is that the mantra of why they lost in your eyes? No, when, when, when things shake no, out, no, because these guys are going to play hard. They, they, first of all, I think players play for themselves. Oh, I agree with that. All right, players they, play they, for themselves. They don't give a damn about you know. John Allen even the, said it last week. You know, he goes, "We don't, we don't need coaches and everybody else to motivate us. If you're, you know, you're a professional football player, you should be motivated every time you strap it up." and go out there to perform mm-hmm. because that's your brand that's on the line. Mm-hmm. Okay? Whether your brand, whether you get traded to the, you know, Cardinals or the Lions or whatever, each player is his own individual brand. You're representing your brand every time uh, that you're out there. So if you can't get motivated to play, that's on you. You shouldn't need Ron Rivera to come in there and turn over tables and scream at you and Jack Del Rio and Scott Turner to say, "Hey, come on, you guys, you suck, you know. Let's let, let's get it let's get it together." But at some point I do believe guys lose confidence in a coaching staff if things consistently don't work and you keep saying the same things and you're not getting the results. Right. That's what I fear about this right now is that at some point the players start to feel that way that look, we're being led into a, you know, we're just going to be we're meandering down a road. We're not we're not getting to our destination. Okay, we're just taking all these. The GPS has us lost. Uh, that that's 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 kind of the the analogy that I you know equate here is we're not getting to our destination. The destination is playoffs. 
and seeking championships. Playoffs. And right now, Playoffs. right now, this group is not even close to getting that done. And at some point, you lose faith in leadership. It's like a platoon. You know, if a platoon keeps a platoon leader keeps leading you into places that get your group shot at all the time, mm-hmm. um, that's probably not the guy you're trying to, you know, you're trying to follow much anymore. You know, let, let's let somebody else lead the way. Right. Let's let's try a new a new tact. Okay, so that's ultimately what at some point it's going to come down to is how much did a fifty three dudes strapping it up every week believe in the coach and the message yeah. that he's bringing out there. And I think we are getting, I think we're getting to a point where it is fair to start questioning that portion of it right. if the results continue to trend the way well, that they are because we believe there's talent in right. that locker room. That's why the question needs to be asked because it's not about what Ron did yesterday. It's about moving forward. We'll get more into this, and we already see the calls lining up. Guys, we have Steve Wino coming up uh, again from the AP, his new book, On the Caps, On the Commanders. He's all He covers both. Uh, so we're going to do that, and then we're going to take all your calls uh, for touchdown at 10. So just hang in there, 301-230-0980, All right, Wino's next. He's going to talk caps. Tell your friends we're going to talk caps. C-A-P-S. Caps, caps, caps. Coming up next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. All right, so the Commanders will have a walkthrough before leaving for Chicago later on this afternoon. Thursday night football tomorrow night. Uh, Jahan Dotson, Sam Cosme, all not practicing. Logan Thomas uh, as well. Uh, Percy Butler seems like they're all going to be out for this Thursday night game against Justin Fields. And the two and three Bears. Don't forget, the Bears do have two wins and both at home. We've been talking about Ron Rivera's apology and the fallout. Uh, If you missed any of it, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature right to the start of the show. uh, And we'll Continue to get after it on your calls. Uh, meanwhile, as Pete just mentioned, the Caps getting ready to start their 2022 campaign uh, tonight against the Boston Bruins. Capital One Arena, 645 the pregame coverage with John Walton, Ben Raby, Ken Sabarin on the call on 106.7 The Fan, the Caps radio network. And it's the first of back-to-backers as the team will travel to Toronto and expected to face off with Ilya Samsonov tomorrow night. Their former goaltender, Darcy Kemper, of course, expected to make his Caps debut uh, tonight. We'll talk to Steve Wino coming up in just a moment. And that's what's trending. Backstrom trying to see it through. Goodness gracious and all lies. Backstrom showing the way. It'll be Backstrom and Mark Gray in front. All lies second. Goodness gracious and Skrill up for fourth in 155. Kind of appropriate last night. Backstrom named for the Capitals Center. One at Rosecroft for Mark Gray. And tonight the Capitals get that season started as they take on the Boston Bruins. Unfortunately, Nicholas Backstrom won't be in uniform after the hip uh, procedure during the course of the offseason. You can only hope to get him back at some point during the course of the 2022-23 campaign. Pete Medhurst, Chris Russell. It's Russell and Medhurst till noon. Pleased to be joined by Steve Wino from the Associated Press. Covers the Caps, Commanders, and all the D.C. sports scene. Steve, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Mr. Wino. Yes, sir. Um... Let's start with with this. Um, 
You have a new book out, Hockey's Emergency Goalies and the Wildest One-Day Job in Sports. Before we get to the Caps roster and the Caps season and the Commanders and all that, what was the genesis of writing about such a quirky kind of weird, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, topic and thing that doesn't happen regularly but does happen from time to time and is wacky and cool? You know, Chris, I, it really was the fact that that when I started writing about this as, just as a story for the AP a few years ago, it's just the thing that, that doesn't happen in any other, any other right. league. Like, there's no other sport where you can have someone who's not in the league play in a game in that league. I mean, look, if, if Carson Wentz and Justin Fields both get hurt tomorrow night, if not, there's a Division three quarterback in the stands waiting to come into the game. It's, That's just, true. it's one of the, yeah. just the craziest things in sports that someone who is not on one of the teams, who is not signed to a contract in the league, can play in one of these games. It's just, it, it's such a wacky topic. And, and I started writing about this in, in 2016 when the Hurricanes equipment manager got into a game for eight seconds. And then Scott Foster, an accountant, gets into an actual game and has to make actual saves. And then the David Ayers thing happens in, in, in Toronto and wins a game in Toronto against the Leafs. And all of a sudden I was like, maybe this is more than a story and turns into a book. And I hope people enjoy it. Steve, it's funny. I mean, my, my daughter ended up having to play a goalie in emergency in her field hockey game the other day, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, they're getting ready to shoot shots at her. Russell <laughs> Russell could be a backup. He could be one of these emergency goalies, Steve. We could put the pads on him. He would be an imposing figure between the pipes for a few minutes if the Capitals ever needed uh, a backup goalie. Uh, well, I, I it, could take up a lot of space. I couldn't do a butterfly. But, but that's yeah. okay. That's yeah. okay. And, and, and Steve, when you, when you looked into this – I guarantee you, as you mentioned, some of the backgrounds of a couple of the guys uh, that you talked about, that's the amazing part of this. Some of these dudes, you'd see them walking down the street, and you're figuring there's no chance this person could be an athlete of any kind, and yet they get to put on the pads and sit between the pipes and let dudes shoot a puck at them at 100 miles an hour. It's extraordinary. It's amazing. And and all, what all these guys were, is at some point they were goalies, whether it's as kids and teenagers and, and kind of playing beer league goalie or, or some sort of college level, low level minor league goalie. But yeah, they're just guys. I mean, look at Darren Pang who's calling the, the Caps Bruins game tonight for TNT. He's, he's my height. He's five, six, five, seven, and, and played in the NHL. But these are guys in the modern day who, yeah, they're just, they're just regular people. I mean, Scott Foster went to his job as an accountant during the day, picked up his kids from school and then went to play in an NHL game. David Ayers was, was a, the, the manager at a, at a downtown arena in Toronto and then was in an NHL game that night. It's just it, – it's, it's, it's absolutely absurd. Yeah, and, and Leonhardt, uh, uh, you suited up for – right? He was the, um, the backup or something, right, uh, Brett, uh, on the yeah, cap staff, right? Yeah, stress yeah. Brett Leonhardt is, is right. now their, their, their head video coach. He right. was their website guy right, right. Back, in, back in 2007, 8, 9, mm-hmm. and, and they, they couldn't get – Semin Varlamov, minor league goalie at the time, in in time for the start of the game. So Stretch was on the ice yeah. taking warm-ups from guys who, from Alex Oveshkin, from Nicholas Baxter and all that, got to sit on the bench at the start of the game and and in back, and had one more game later on where he actually put the pads on and, and was doing his video coaching job uh, with kind of his uniform on just in case he had to go into a game. Right. It's called Hockey's Emergency Goalies, uh, and it's from Steve Wino uh, of the Associated Press. Uh, also, Hockey's Emergency Goalies and the wildest one-day job uh, in sports. Um, so it's opening night. I mean, obviously, NHL opening night was last night between the Rangers and the Bolts, and a good win for the Rangers last night, and Vegas and, and L.A. also kicked off the start. But for us here in Washington, Caps-Bruins tonight – 
Um, you know, at one point it used to be that the Caps dominated the Bruins, uh, and obviously that changed around with the playoff series win by Boston a year and a half ago. What do we expect out of this Caps team? Because they have undergone, I mean, for people that haven't been paying attention, you know, Pete had the call on Backstrom last night at Rosecroft. We know Backstrom's out, you know, maybe the whole regular season. No Tom Wilson, uh, at least until December. Carl Haglin with a terrible setback, uh, you know, first from the eye, then the hip. And yet they brought in a bunch of new faces in new places. What the hell do we expect? I think they're Chris. I think they're a playoff team, and 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 that's the thing is is, is Brian McClellan did everything he could in the off season to offset not having Nick Backstrom maybe for the whole season and not having Tom Wilson for at least the first probably two months of the season. Uh, he goes out and gets a goaltender who just won the Stanley Cup in, in Darcy Kemper, who maybe he's not a big name, but has been one of the most consistent goalies in hockey over the past five years, dating to his time in, in Arizona and L.A. Uh, he, he's, he's the guy who stabilizes his position. He's not, he's not, it's not like Pierre Laviolette and Scott Murray have to choose between two young goalies and Vitek Vanacek and Elias Samsonov and can kind of take your chances. You have an established goaltender there. Uh, went out and got Connor Brown, a winger who basically can plug in on the top line and will start on the top line in Tom Wilson's place for the first couple months of the year. Signed Dylan Strom, uh, a guy who was non-tendered by, by basically let go by Chicago to fill that Nick Backstrom role. Uh, not the greatest skater in the world, but great at, at a lot of other things offensively. We'll play on the power play, uh, replacing Justin Schultz on D. It's just, it, it was, to me, it was the perfect offseason for this team to continue to be, to, to be a playoff contender and have the talent, when you have an Alex Ovechkin, to be able to go on a run. Steve, considering you know Brian McClellan it didn't get to attack the offseason with a, a great deal of bankroll uh, for obvious reasons with this franchise, the fact that we've seen what we've seen from Strom and Brown in particular during the preseason, fool's gold, or is that kind of a reason to think they have improved this depth and, and there is uh, an opportunity going forward here? You know, I, I, I don't know how much you really want to take from the preseason other than uh, big guy Alexi Protus is a six foot seven, uh, 21-year-old winger, mm-hmm. made this team, made his opening night lineup. Uh, but Dylan Stroman and, and Connor Brown are, are, are proven NHL players. These are guys who have done this before. And I know a lot of people around the country or around hockey are picking this team to miss the playoffs. And, and I don't get it. I, I, I don't see it. I, I know Dylan Stroman's not Nicholas Backstrom and Connor Brown's not exactly a, a Tom Wilson. But when you get Tom Wilson back, right. if you get Nick Backstrom back, it would it, be a good problem to have in, in a salary cap world to have to deal with this come February and March. But this is a team that can handle Tom Wilson coming back under the cap, that does have depth right now. And, and Connor McMichael, who everyone expected to take a big leap, he's a healthy scratch tonight. So th- that says something to me about this team's depth. They lost two, guys, two young players on waivers, meaning there are other teams around the league who see Capitals' talent as NHL talent. And, and, and to me, it says a lot about how this team has been built and, and last year was a good example of withstanding a lot of injuries and playing a lot of different guys who didn't think was going to, were going to get NHL chances, and, and that's only going to pay dividends this year. Uh, I think you're dead on. I think you're. I, I mean, when you lose Backstrom, Wilson, and Haglin, and at least on paper entering tonight and entering the season, you have the guys that they were able to add, um, and, and and maybe they're. See, for me, Wino. Uh, I mean, clearly the goaltending is improved and upgraded. The question ultimately will be, for me, 
is will this team's defense be able to hold up against the quick pace transition and the depth of scoring that some of these teams in the East, Carolina, Florida, Tampa Bay, uh, the Rangers, have? Will they be able to be better than they were late last year in the regular season and certainly in the better part of that playoff series against Florida? Yeah, I think they need to be baseline as good as they were for parts of last year. And, and, and it's not like this is not a bad D. This is a, this, and this is not a top five in the league D. It's somewhere in between. It, it's, it's a defense that can also jump up into the rush and produce offense <clears throat> along, along with the forwards. And, and to me, it is about Darcy Kemper and, and, and kind of everyone is maybe underrating him because he played behind such a great Colorado defense last year. But this is a guy who, if this defense makes sure Darcy Kemper only has to see the, the basic shots, he doesn't have to stop every shot he sees. He has to stop every shot he's supposed to stop. And, and, and to me, that's the baseline of this defense is you give him opportunities where he doesn't have to make 10 bell saves and you make things predictable for him. That is the goal of this defense right now. And you got a guy like John Carlson who has, over the years, become way better defensively. Dmitry Orlov is very underrated defensively. Uh, Martin Ferrari coming into his own at, at all ends of, of the game. Uh, these are and, and really, and John Carlson is actually the only one of those guys under contract through next season. So these guys have a lot to play for this season too. Steve, is there any reason not to expect um, number eight to do his thing the way we've expected him to do it here for so long? No, there's no reason to say he's going to slow down until he does. And, and, and look, Father Time catches us all at some point. And, and, and he's 37 years old, 21 goals now from, from tying Gordie Howe, which is amazing, for second on, on the career goals list. It, it, it just, you expect him to keep scoring. And, yeah, if, if, if something, if he's been incredibly durable over the years, Pete, and, and being able to, to play through some injuries and still produce in 45 goals, 50 goals, all that. That, that if he does slow down, yes, someone's going to have to pick up the, the pace. But there's no reason to expect Alcevechkin not to score 35, 40, 45 goals this year, especially after last year was the highest-scoring season in, in the NHL since 1995-96. And just the, the kind of offensive level of hockey going on in the game right now and, and save percentages of goalies being lower. Everything is – all the conditions are there for Alcevechkin to score 40 again at least, maybe 50 as well. Uh, Why no, we'll let you out on this. Uh, And, of course, we highly suggest that you guys go out and get Steve Wino from the Associated Press's new book, forward by Brian Boucher, uh, Hockey's Emergency Goalies and the Wildest One-Day Job in Sports, available wherever you get your books online, of course, and everywhere in between. Uh, Commanders. You obviously do commander's coverage as well for the AP. I know we were at the game on Sunday together. Since then, Ron Rivera put his proverbial foot in his mouth. What did you make of his apology, and do you think it has any impact, positive or negative, moving forward? I think he can now use it as as a rally around everybody's against us sort of moment. And like you could start to see that happen yesterday. And, and even being at that, the news conference on, on Monday, when he said quarterback, this and that, and, and I think everybody in the room tried to give him the opportunity to clarify, not walk it back, but explain what he meant. And, and he didn't, he started to do it and then didn't do it. And then finally got a chance to kind of explain it. I, I think in, in, in the long run, there's a benefit to that because nothing Ron Rivera has shown with Carson Wentz has been in the slightest bit of a, of a, a, a reach for that hook to get him out of a game. He, this is, Ron Rivera has hitched his wagon to Carson Wentz for better or for worse. 
And with a schedule lining up where there are winnable games ahead of them, this is like the, the, him throwing the rock last year and David and Goliath thing and no, no one believes in us. I think this is now turning into one of those motivational, hey, I screwed up. Let, like, let's rally around everyone who jumped on this and, and see what happens. It's, just, it's very easy to see how a little slip-up like that turns into kind of one of those motivational moments. Steve, appreciate the time, pal. I know uh, life becomes a whirlwind, starting with the Capitals getting going tonight uh, as well, just about every day for you here. Appreciate the time this morning. Look forward to having you back in here as a part of the show. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Mr. You Wino. Steve Wino from the Associated Press. Good man right there. And as Good the man. local top AP guy, you're usually the guy that's in the house for almost all yeah. local home events. Yeah. Uh, for the Associated Press. So that means his schedule's about to get silly, kind of like mine is as basketball gets ready to get started. I mean, he's about to go to the Bruins game day, uh, you know, morning skate, what have you. I mean, he's all over it, all over the place. Um, You know, again, does a tremendous job for NHL coverage, Caps coverage, uh, clearly, but again, league-wide, and then, like you said, also uh, on the Commanders. And and please get his book. Steve Wino is a great, great, great writer and a good dude. Ron Rivera's apology and where he sits with his team right now, standing in front of them yesterday saying, hey, dudes, I had a bad day. It's time to roll. You're what just Steve Wino just said. Is it a chance for this team to rally together now that the expectations are fading for this Washington team at one and four ahead of a game tomorrow night in Chicago? Your thoughts on it. Let's talk about it now. 301-230-0980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.